We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, I circle back to the story of Dr. Anthony Fauci and his interview with the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, where he essentially parrots the words of Mao Zedong and Joseph Lenin in defending communism and calling all of you to bow in subservience and give your freedom for the good of society. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome to today's Rebellion. Today's topic, Dr. Anthony Fauci and his recent words in an interview that he granted to the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation where he essentially defines communism. Now, many people missed it, and in fact, I didn't catch this story initially either. It was a radio talk show host from Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio, excuse me, that flagged me on this. His name's Bob Franz, and he is a very talented talk show host um, for a radio station up in Cleveland, as I said. I actually serve as a weekly guest on his show, providing guest commentary every Thursday morning on the Bob Franz show out of Cleveland, Ohio, and he flagged me on this, and he said, nobody's caught this one. Obviously, obviously, the mainstream media isn't going to cover any criticism of the grand and glorious Dr. Fauci, but the conservative commentators, by and large, have completely missed this story. He said, you and I need to talk about it. So we did on his show this past Thursday, and that's what I want to talk about more today. I want to talk about Dr. Fauci's worldview, because ideas matter, ideas have consequences, and the more a person talks in public, whether it be you, whether it be me, whether it be Dr. Fauci, the more we expose our priorities, our first things, the things that we hold dear, the principles by which we govern our lives. And Dr. Fauci, because he apparently can't turn down a TV camera, or a microphone. He gravitates toward those like a moth to the flame. He has exposed his worldview. He has told you more than once, in very explicit terms, what his governing principles are. And what he said to the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation is essentially identical to what the communist tyrants of history have said of their governing worldviews. I'm going to share the evidence with you today. I teased you with this story last week when I closed out the week by telling you a little bit about this particular episode with Dr. Fauci. But today, I'm going to take his exact words and I'm going to compare them to Lenin, to Stalin, to Marx, to Goebbels, and even to Hitler. And I'm going to let you decide. I'm going to let you decide what Dr. Fauci's worldview is and whether or not you should 
be embracing the same. And frankly, what the consequences will be for any culture that does so. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Let's take a break, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. Again, the story is Dr. Anthony Fauci. And the interview that he granted just this past week to the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Now, I've already shared his quote with you, but I'm going to do so again. And I want you to listen to it very, very carefully. I actually played the audio last week for you. I'm not going to do that today. I'm going to read it. And I'm going to read it very, um, I don't know, slowly, but I'm going to be very clear. We'll read this quote to you a couple different times so that you can grab a hold of it. Okay, You can go out there and Google it if you want, or you can find this quote. But I'm going to share it with you verbatim. Are you ready? Here it goes. Here's what he said in an interview with the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Excuse me. Quote, what people have to appreciate is that indeed you do have personal liberties for yourself and you should be in control of that. But you are a member of society and as a member of society, reaping all the benefits of being a member of society, you have a responsibility to society. And I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that is killing millions of people, have got to look at it and consider that there comes a time where you have to give up your individual right of making your own decisions for the greater good of society. There's, do, there's no doubt that that's the case, close quote. Now stew on that for a second. Think about that. Think about it as I read that quote again. Here we go. What people have to appreciate is that indeed you do have personal liberties for yourself and you should be in control of that. But you are a member of society. And as a member of society, reaping all the benefits of being a member of society, you have a responsibility to society. And I think each of us, particularly in the context of a pandemic that is killing millions of people, have got to look at it and consider that there comes a time where you have to give up your individual right of making your own decisions for the greater good of society. There's no doubt that that's the case. Close quote. Dr. Anthony Fauci just last week in a Canadian Broadcasting Corporation interview. Now, in case you missed it, in case you missed it, I read that quote to you twice, but here's the good doctor's take home from that quote. There comes a time where you have to give up your individual right of making your own decisions for the greater good of society, close quote. That's the take home, in my view, from that sentence. Oh, there are other things in there I could pick away at, but we have limited time today. So here's what he essentially is saying. This, this man, okay, and I'm no fan, you know that. Our country's grand and glorious high priest of scientism, and I've covered the difference between science and scientism, and Dr. Fauci is definitely more, more of a high priest of scientism than he is our nation's leading scientist. Science has become a religion for him. 
And you must bow in subservience to this religion, regardless of what the facts are. A woman is a biological fact? No. If Dr. Fauci claims otherwise, then you will bow to his wisdom. He's a scientismist. He's not a scientist. Uh, natural immunity is a fact, and you have even people at Pfizer saying that it is superior to the immunity that you could enjoy as the result of their own drug, the Pfizer vaccine. You have three scientists who are saying that natural immunity may indeed be better than their drug. Oh, Dr. Fauci says no, so you're going to bow in subservience to scientism and ignore the science. That's why I say he is our high priest of scientism. So the magnificent and magnanimous Dr. Anthony Fauci just said that he believes that you and I should be governed by the ideas of history's most ruthless tyrants rather than those of America's own constitution. Now, why do I say that? Go back and listen to what he just said. There comes a time where you have to give up your individual right of making your own decisions for the greater good of society, close quote. Now, I'm telling you, that he just quoted some of the most ruthless tyrants of history. He's not referring to the Constitution. Where does the Constitution tell you that you have to give up your individual freedom for the greater good of society? Where does our Constitution say that? Tell me, please. The Constitution isn't that long. Tell me where it says that the individual is to give up his or her liberty and freedom for the greater good of the whole. Where? Where? What self-evident truth that is referred to in our seminal documents, the Declaration of Independence or inferred in the Constitution, where? Or the Federalist Papers or anything else in the writings of Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Thomas Paine, the list goes on and on. John Adams, where do you hear any of this? You don't. It's not there. There comes a time where you're going to have to give up your individual rights, your personal freedom, your human liberty, your right to even make your own decisions for the greater good of society. No, our Constitution, the law of the land, our government, because remember, Dr. Fauci is not the government. Joe Biden is not the government. Nancy Pelosi is not the government. Our Constitution is the government. And Within our Constitution, they're not our lords. They're not our kings. This is a nation, this is a government of the people, by the people, and for the people. Within the Constitution, it's the people living within the boundaries of that Constitution that are the government. So Fauci is saying something that's not in that document. He's saying that there comes a time that you have to give up your individual right of making your own decisions for the greater good of the whole of society. And I'm going to tell you right now that that is a parroting. It's nearly a direct quote of some of the world's most ruthless despots and tyrants. Here's the proof. Let me read this quote to you. I'll tell you who it is after I read the quote. See if you can guess. History calls those men the greatest who have ennobled themselves by working for the common good. Experience acclaims as happy as the man who has made the greatest number of people happy. Private interests enthrone the immoral, immoral, irrational, and soulless abstract of a particular consciousness, which is slavishly subordinate to individual freedom. Close quote. Who said that? 
Karl Marx. Private interests are immoral, irrational, and soulless, and they enslave the human being and subordinate the human being to this bad thing called individual freedom. Hmm, sound like Fauci? That was Karl Marx. How about this one? A communist should have largeness of mind, subordinating his personal interests to those of society. Always and everywhere, he should adhere to principle and wage a tireless struggle against all incorrect ideas and actions so as to consolidate the collective life of the whole. He should be more concerned about the masses than about any private person or more concerned about others than himself. Close quote. Who said that? Mao Zedong. Here's more. You want more? I've got lots more. None of us has any personal interest above the interests of society. Our country is more important than ourselves. Close quote. Fidel Castro. Here's one. Listen to this. If you have a disease of the old individualism, take a dose of lemon as medication. If you wish to live exactly as you please, we will put aside a small piece of land, a.k.a. a grave, for you. Who said that? Pol Pot. So, so far I've quoted Karl Marx, Mao Zedong, Fidel Castro, and Pol Pot. Karl Marx, who lit the fire and start the, started the world a-burning because of his arrogance and his hubris, his shaking of his fist in the face of God. Because re religion, as you know, is the opiate of the masses. It's just a drug. It's just a drug that the foolish people, the masses, take to endure life. So, interestingly enough, for the sake of those masses, for the sake of the collective, for the sake of, for the sake of society, we're going to take religion away from them and enlighten them. And we're going, to, we're going to take care of them because that's what we should be doing for the greater good of society. And if anybody wants that thing called individual freedom, well, we're going to tell them that that's an immoral, irrational, soulless abstraction of a consciousness which is slavishly subordinated, subordinated to this idol called human freedom. And then Mao Zedong saying, the masses, it's all about the masses. We should be more concerned about the masses than the private person. Everybody knows that. We need to be more concerned about the whole of society than we are about ourselves. And then Castro, okay, we should all put our personal interests below that of the interest of society. The country is more about the country. It's about the collective, it's about the whole, than it is about ourselves. Now, I'm going to go on. Here's Joseph Stalin. Here's Joseph Stalin. There is a lot, excuse me, that's a misstatement. There is not, nor should there be, an irreconcilable difference between the individual and the collective, between the interests of the individual person and the interests of society. One more time, Joseph Stalin. There is not, nor should there be, an irreconcilable difference between the individual 
and the collective, between the interest of the individual and the interest of society. So there's no difference. There's no difference between you and the collective and the whole. Here's one. Hitler. Adolf Hitler said this, the state must act as the guardian in the face of which the wishes and the selfishness of the individual much must appear as nothing. And then his minister of propaganda, Joseph Goebbels, chimed in and said, our starting point is not the individual. Our objectives are entirely different. We must have a healthy people, i.e. a healthy society, in order, in order to prevail in the world. So, what's my point? My point is, I hope, pretty clear. Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, he appears to be, oh, among, if not leading, the 40% of Americans in a recent poll by Axios Momentum. This is June 2021 poll. 41% of the people in that poll said that they think more government control over the way we live our lives is actually a good thing rather than an evil thing. And Fauci just went international on the CBC and said he agrees and that you should set aside your your right to make individual decisions. He's not, only, he's not just saying you should be care, caring about people around you. He's saying you don't even have the right to make individual decisions. Individual decisions. And 40, this is a frightening statistic. 41% of Americans in this Axios poll, June 2021, are saying that they believe more government control over our lives and less personal freedom. If not zero personal freedom, is actually a good thing rather than an evil thing. So, with all of this as a lead-up, I'm, I'm listening to Fauci and I'm thinking, you know, there's another quote in addition to Lenin and Goebbels and Hitler and Marx and Stalin and Castro and Mao Zedong. There's another quote I'd like to maybe remind you of, Dr. Fauci, and that's the one that I've cited a hundred different times on this show, and that is the quote from George Santayana. And this is his exact quote. I've paraphrased it. I've, my paraphrase is, he who doesn't learn the lessons of history is doomed to repeat them. Uh, the actual quote from George Santayana is, those who cannot remember the past are condemned to repeat it. All right. So, what, what past am I suggesting that Fauci and his Faucian oligarchs, his his minions, what am I suggesting they would do well to remember? Well, let's go back to an article that was written by David Satter in the Wall Street Journal. And he said this, here's what we should be remembering. 100 million people dead since the Bolsheviks seized the Winter Palace in Petrograd and started their relentless purge of all freedom-loving people across the globe. What's my point? This worldview that Dr. Fauci is espousing, this parroting of Mao, parroting of Stalin, parroting of Lenin, parroting of Marx, parroting of Castro, parroting of Hitler and Goebbels, he's saying the exact same thing. He's exposing his worldview. And like my mom always told me, you're known by the company you keep. And when you find yourself saying the exact same things, that Hitler and Mao and Marx and Stalin and 
Goebbels and Pol Pot said, you might want to pump the brakes a bit and consider the potential, the possibility that you're in some pretty bad company. So if you are resonating with the words of Anthony Fauci, be very careful because you're resonating with the very words, the very worldview of a bunch of despots that killed at least 100 million people. You know, if, if Dr. Fauci is so concerned about a pandemic that is killing millions of people, that's his quote, that's his language. Again, a pandemic that is killing millions of people. You know, if he's so concerned about that, maybe, just maybe, you know, call me crazy, but maybe he might want to consider that the, the ideological cancer he's now attempting to force feed upon the American people has a mortality rate that far exceeds that of COVID-19. By, frankly, it exceeds the mortality rate of COVID-19 by more than 20-fold. I mean, stop and think about it. He's telling us that we all have to bow to his directives and we all have to give up our individual rights to even make our own decisions. That's his language because... We have a pandemic that's killing millions of people. And he's embracing a worldview that killed over 100 million people. Why in the world is this man so ignorant? Well, it's because of his arrogance. It's because of his small man's disease. You know, a a little bit of history is good. Okay? A little bit of history is good. And a bit of humility before the lessons of history might be in order for our nation's little emperor. I know it's hard. I know it's hard for little men to humble themselves before others that might know a little bit more than they do. But history teaches us that small man's disease kills more people and has killed more people by 20-fold than this pathogen combined with many others has ever killed. History also teaches us that there are always little Napoleons only too eager to do the work that a virus could not. It's a very dangerous place for us to go, to give up our self evident truths, to ignore, that's a better way for me to say it, to ignore our self-evident truths. Those things that have been endowed to us by our Creator, that truth of God that is written on every human heart. Again, you know, I love going back and reminding you that the Apostle Paul, he, he told the church in Rome that the truth of God is written on every human heart. There isn't anybody listening to the show right now. There isn't anybody walking the face of the earth that doesn't understand, that doesn't understand the truth of God because it's written on your heart. You know that uh, a, a house has to have an architect and has to have a builder. You know that a painting has to have a painter. You know that a watch has to has, have a watchmaker. 
You know that a dictionary had to have somebody to put the words together. You know you can't just put a bunch of letters into a paper bag and shake it up endlessly over the course of time and expect it to all fall together into a dictionary or into a a novel. That doesn't work. That's absurd. That's asinine to even suggest that that might happen. Driving by a housing development, you think it just fell together by happenstance and chance, or was there a designer behind that? Likewise, when you look at a painting, did the did the paint just kind of fall together into a Rembrandt or a Picasso? Uh, no. No, it, you, it didn't. You had to have an, a designer behind the design. So the truth of God is written on your heart. There are self-evident truths that we know are endowed to us by our Creator, and among those are life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Our, our founding fathers were very clear. They didn't say that your obligation was to give up all of those things for the sake of the collective, for the sake of the whole, because they recognized that history teaches that when we do that, we essentially have given up our individual freedom to the king, to the despot, to the tyrant, who will put his thumb on us, put his foot on our neck and hold us down until we obey him. And fighting against that was worth the risk. Giving up their lives to fight that was a call that they held dear. In fact, they pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor for individual liberty and human freedom. And I've told you time and time again, that's the first thing that God gives us. He created us as free human beings, not as animals, not as robots, and not as automatons. We're free, free to do stupid things, free to, free to ignore him and disobey him. He gave us freedom because he didn't want us forced to bow in subservience to him or to the collective. Anthony Fauci is a little emperor. He's a little Napoleon. He suffers this disease that all of us suffer. It's called small man's disease, where we think we need to puff our chest out and act bigger than we really are, because in doing so, we'll gain more power. It's what Tolkien warned of, grasping a hold of the ring of power, because you're nothing but a small, little Hobbit. Let's close with this quote. Socialism is an alternative to freedom as potassium cyanide is an alternative to water. One more time. Socialism is an alternative to freedom as potassium cyanide is an alternative to water. Now that's a quote you probably ought to pay attention to. Who's that from? Ludwig von Mises. Pay attention to the lessons of history, people, and listen to the worldview and the assumptions therein of the folks that fancy themselves your superiors. First things first, and I hope you agree, freedom has to be right there at the top of the list. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.